everyone, and welcome to the New Day Podcast, where we talk about life and how to deal with what it throws at you. I'm Ian here in Salt Lake City, Utah, who is passionate about communication, technology, and finding my zen. And with me, as always, my my C-3PO to my R2-D2, <laughs> the Chewbacca to my hand Solo. Hi, I'm Angela. <laughs> I also live in Salt Lake City, a stay-at-home mom, grandma right now. I'm getting ready to go to college. I've had many careers over the years, but right now, my career is taking care of kids. <laughs> a bunch of kids. A bunch of kids. And this week, we have a very special guest with us, all the way from Greg's Guide to New Music. That's a faraway land, if you didn't know. <laughs> it is. It's an interesting land, but we, you know, we're glad to have you here, Greg. Oh, thank you. And I appreciate the invitation. In fact, I, I actually wanted more that you guys be on my show than for me to actually be on yours. So. <laughs> we were excited. You were, I think, the first person we were talking to about mm -hmm. doing a, a little crossover event. Aww. We knew that Chunga was very cautious and, uh -huh. and should be because he yeah. is around the people he's around that are very yeah. susceptible. You had quite a rough go during our little quarantine COVID time as well. Yeah, and luckily it wasn't the, uh, the corona that I had. I just had some nasty virus. We but were, I, I tend to get one at least once a year. We were concerned. Angela, she she would bring stuff, and she's like, okay, I'm going to Greg's I'm house as soon as we're done. So. Yeah. I mean, and I, I have her to thank for actually a lot of the supplies I ended up getting. Because <laughs> I'm just like, sorry, folks, I don't want to put anybody out. But if somebody happens to have some of these things, can you bring them over? I and can't I do, leave. Having a husband that's a nurse can be a good thing sometimes. It was a weird time because you'd mm. go to the store, and like the apocalypse mm. had happened. And ironically, it started with toilet paper. So, which is yeah. the weirdest. I still just, I remember the first time I went to the store and I posted a picture up on Facebook. I'm like, what is going on? Where's all the toilet paper? And I didn't understand that that's what people were hoarding until I saw my neighbor's garage mm. full of toilet paper. Did they build a fort? They may have been. I mean, there was enough of it. They should have. <laughs> and see, I just started hoarding pine cones because. <laughs> I mean, they get the job done. I have a basket of mismatched socks. It would have worked fine. You know what? <laughs> yeah. Next next time they start dropping in the backyard, I'll start saving some yes, for you. Yes, please so. do. Okay. I need more. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> so everybody's wanting to know, why is Greg here? Yeah, why are you here, Why Greg? am I here, you guys? <laughs> well, when we wanted to talk about music, mm -hmm. you were the first person that came to mind. Absolutely. Aww. Absolutely. You're if, making me blush. If you get a chance, everybody needs to hop over, and we'll put a link out there for Greg's Guide. Tell everybody what it's about, because we have yeah. people that probably don't know. So essentially what my podcast is, is because uh, I, I used to work in radio. I, I actually worked with Chunga. And, uh, I, you know, one of the things that always drove me nuts about radio, unfortunately, was that they just played the same thing over and over. And they never gave bands an opportunity to shine uh, they, they never really presented new music most of the time. So I'm just like, you know what? We need to get a lot of these talented bands and artists. We need to get them out there and expose to people. So I'm an exposer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the guy with the trench coat who just... Uh, but yeah, anyway, so yeah, the podcast is I present bands and musicians that may be new to the listeners that they've never heard of before. And it gives them a chance to hear it. And then, then I encourage people to support said bands and musicians especially right now i mean these guys are not being able to tour oh it's in the current climate one of the last things i was supposed to do before everything yeah. went into lockdown mm -hmm. 
you're, you'll you'll laugh at this. Okay. I had tickets to go see Celine Dion. She was coming to Salt oh, Lake. Oh, talented. I can uh, see that. Hadn't seen her since she last came to Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. And this would have been my third time seeing her live. Two days before the concert, we get the email Canceled. to be determined. Mm. <laughs> uh. And it still says that. And it's heartbreaking. Down in Vegas, we were talking about Vegas before we started. I want to go to Vegas. I love Vegas. We all love Vegas. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. The sad part is you go to Vegas right now. There is nothing to do. Nothing. The shows are canceled. Yep. Uh, Cirque du Soleil just filed for bankruptcy. Oh, which breaks my heart. I love Cirque shows. I mean, how many? Sh- I think they have like six or seven shows down on the strip. Easily. I can think, I think I've yeah, seen them all, I, actually. I, all the concerts. You could see three different concerts mm-hmm. in the sure. same night down in Vegas easily. Now, it, yeah. It kills me to see how live entertainment is struggling because it of is. the situation. Oh, in- indeed. I mean, I even had plans to go to Vegas in May, and I was going to go see a Rat Pack tribute act. Oh, man. That would be so I, awesome. I know which one you're talking about. I, yeah. I've seen tickets. I, I've always ended up going and seeing other stuff. But, I mean, that's the thing I love about Vegas. You could go and see shows every time you go down and never run mm-hmm. into the same thing no, twice. Yeah. That's true. So, I mean, yeah, there, there's just an assortment of different, even just genres and mm-hmm. styles of music that you can go anywhere in Vegas and find something if you that's what you're enjoying. Mm-hmm. Salt Absolutely. Lake's really morphed quite a bit in yeah. their music scene, especially the live music scene. Mm-hmm. I met you at the radio station yeah. back when you were there. Concert tickets and all sorts of fun freebies. I'd, I'd come see Chunka and Greg. I when, miss those days. Oh, they were so much fun. When you think about music, mm-hmm. music is I just such a language of passion. It oh, yeah. always oh, elicits emotions. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. For me... When my mom and sister passed away, music was my go-to. My husband would be like, why are you playing that song? I know it reminds you of your mom, and it makes you cry, but why are you playing it? And I said, it, it reminds me of my mom, but I think of these memories and these things we used to do. And my one of my favorite, it's called Year of the Cat by Al Stewart. Okay. And he used to play in Vegas, and my parents would go see him all the time. Every time we drove through, as Chunga calls it, Star Wars Canyon, but the Virgin <laughs> River Gorge... Every time we drove through there, my mom would play that song over and over and over. So every time I hear that song, I think of a happy time, a joyful time. We were going to Disneyland. We were going to Vegas. And music is a great motivator, even if it's something sad. I mean, I feel like it still takes me to a good place. Well, and you still need like all those different moods. I mean, and that's the thing I've always loved about music is... um, uh, you know, though I, it's kind of a cheesy way of saying it, but music moves my soul. Uh-huh. So no matter how I'm feeling, like I can always turn to music and music's Absolutely. just there. It's, it's like my friend. Uh-huh. Absolutely. No matter what's going on in your life, there's mm. always something that will relate to the mood that you're having. Certainly. Oh, yeah. it's, it can be an escape. It can put you in the moment. I mean, I find like when we were... I went camping this last weekend, and before I went, I had to go buy a new set of earbuds because I didn't want to ruin my really nice set, but I knew that riding my new four-wheeler, I was going to need music to ride with inside my helmet. And so, and now those musics, those songs I listened to and chose, and I made a playlist called, you know, my my ATV playlist, and Mm -hmm. now when I hear those songs, I'm going to think about cruising and on those dirt roads and up those hills and having a rattlesnake try to get me and you know fun time but she bit it back don't worry I did (laughs) he's gone (laughs) yeah I mean and I like music's just I've always been the music person of my family as well me too I mean we all enjoy music I've got three brothers 
and I was raised, uh, my, my dad was big into like classic rock uh -huh. and uh, oldies and my mom was big into oldies and uh, a little bit of like folk, like John Denver and stuff uh -huh. like that. So I grew up listening to that stuff. So I've always had an appreciation uh -huh. for it. Oh, definitely. And then, you know, as I got older, I started learning how to play music. <laughs> I was a band geek. I played uh, baritone, sousaphone, tuba. Wow. Um, sousaphone and tuba are essentially mm. the same instrument. There's just one comes up over your shoulder with right. a big bell. And a little bit of trombone, and then I learned to play guitar, and I said, well, this is my instrument now. <laughs> I've mentioned this before. I used to play guitar up until I was really? about 12 or 14, and then okay. I just stopped. I, I feel like I should pick it back up. I do. I feel like I would enjoy it. Now's the time. It is the time, oh, actually. certainly. You got, I mean, plenty of time to learn. And I still remember a good portion of the chords. I'm surprised. Like. <laughs> She's got to start building up those calluses. Exactly. That's She's going to go funny. running through the hills up there in Timpanogos with her guitar. So, That's my secret spot, Ian. Whoops. When you think about music, mm -hmm. and I, all three of us, mm -hmm. I know all of us turned in top 25 lists mm -hmm. when Ronan oh, yeah. asked for them. That was a fun project. It, it was. It was a struggle. I like I, I really wanted it to be the top fifty. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I and wanted I also... it to be the top two hundred because I have over three hundred and forty something playlists in my uh, Spotify yeah, right easily. now. Wow. So see, and I felt like I needed to put an explanation. Yeah. With mine, like, okay, mm -hmm. now the reason this one is on here, this is how it impacted my life, and this is, and we couldn't, so we just had to submit that playlist and yeah. <laughs> just be like, okay, here you e go. <laughs> every song I chose, I have a story <laughs> to go too. with that song. <laughs> yep. So I was thinking about those those twenty five. When I look at the songs I put, for example, mm -hmm. I'd say at least a good third of them come from listening on the radio. Oh. Especially the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The oh, end yeah. was a yeah, huge in influence. Oh, yeah. I had a coworker that actually texted me night before last. He's probably listening. He's like, man, you know Chunga? <laughs> I was yeah. like, I've known Chunga for a long time. Mm -hmm. Dear, dear friend. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, my God. And he starts giving me literally a bullet point of his resume. And he's mm -hmm. like, I remember the the um, cold case. And I remember that. And oh, he yeah. started going down through oh, every yeah. single thing. And he's like, he introduced me to so much music. And that's, that's such a thing of, of having a friendship with him and you is you yeah. guys really – of yeah. opened my eyes and so many others to so much music out there. Well, good. I mean, that that's kind of the purpose of why not only I'm doing what I'm doing with the with the podcast, but also with the radio. I mean, and that's mm -hmm. what Chunga's purpose partly was, was just oh, to yeah. get people to get excited about music. And in fact, it was music that actually is how I met Chunga and we became instant friends. Yeah. Because I, I just happened to go to a radio remote at, at, at a guitar center. Shocking. Yeah, I, I taught him how to play Higher by Creed. Oh, you can play Higher by Creed? Oh, well, I I, I've since lost that skill because oh, okay. I, I, I just never went back to playing it. Gotcha. And it's an embarrassing story of why I was learning <laughs> to play that because I was in a, uh, I, I used to be one of the Mormons. Uh -huh. So we were playing a talent show at a singles ward, and that's the whole reason I learned that song. <laughs> that's a good a song for that. Yeah. But how, anyway. How did the talent show go? Uh, the second song went a lot better. Okay. Uh, higher, I mean, it was, it was still fun to play, and it, it felt good to be up on a stage with a band. But the uh, second song we played was uh, Credence Clearwater's Fortunate Son. <gasps> I love that song. That's on my playlist. My, yeah. That was oh, on is my it? 25. Great it was. Song. I need that, to go back and re-listen. That one reminds me of my dad. That's okay. one of his. He was a Credence fan. Uh, my dad My dad is probably who, well, that'd be unfair to do to my mom, but 
my parents were probably my biggest influence with music. Yeah. And I am the one sibling out of the four of us that just stuck with it. Music literally defines my life. Yeah. That is the exact same thing with me because my brothers, they know a lot about sports. Mm -hmm. Me, I have a lot of useless knowledge about music. <laughs> Well, just so you know, I look forward to Tuesdays every week. Oh, thank because you. Because I get new music. Yay. It's something I would not normally have listened to. Yeah. And I like that. I'm yeah. happy that I get exposed to stuff mm -hmm. that I normally don't go, oh, it's funny because I've actually gotten in the habit of going and hitting because Spotify does like the new release radar. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Where it takes and I, God bless the algorithms, right? But <laughs> because I mean, there's there's a lot of new stuff, yes. But yeah. mine also gets a lot of older stuff. Yeah. It's like, oh well, if you like this and this and this, you'd like this too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's amazing how much of our memories are tied to mm -hmm. music and oh, songs. Definitely, indeed. I try and imagine a world without having music in, say, a movie or a video game. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it would not be as nearly as entertaining of a movie or video game or whatever it is, unless you get that score or like, yeah. you know, just various songs on the soundtrack, like they can make or break a movie. Oh, they can. I used to, when I was younger, I'd walk around and, and play a score in my head based mm -hmm. on what I was doing. It was really fun and I loved it. And I'm not alone. I'm not alone. <laughs> You're not. See, I just brought that open, <laughs> opened that up. Come on, join me. I know I've all of us. I've actually got a playlist that's called my walking down the street playlist. <laughs> that's awesome, Greg. It's a lot of disco too, oddly enough. <laughs> Please tell me staying alive's in there. Actually, that one's not. What? I I have a little bit of a hard time with the with the Bee Gees. Oh, it's okay. that that weird uh -huh. falsetto. Uh -huh. It just doesn't really uh -huh. Vibe with me. That one doesn't. I don't like that either. Yeah. I'm sorry. But I got Ian. lots of ABBA in there. ABBA. Oh. Oh, Love ABBA. ABBA. Yeah. If you had to pick a movie soundtrack that sticks out in your minds. Ooh, good question. Oh, geez, Ian. I know. Don't put me on the spot like that. <laughs> now I have to go through probably about fifty thousand different <laughs> soundtracks and. Yeah, I'm know, like playing them in my down. head. That's, I mean, you do know I have anxiety, right? So do I. <laughs> I mean, hell. Ian, come on. <laughs> if you could see the look of panic on both of their faces right now. Now, are you talking score or are you talking... Yeah, the soundtrack. Let's, let's go with soundtrack. Just overall, okay. like like okay. an entertaining soundtrack. Hmm. Oh, see, that one's still tough. <laughs> oh. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh. Okay, now that one's pretty good. John Williams. Score, John, I mean, and you got the dun 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 dun, yeah. dun 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 John Williams. You now have to pay them I, thousands yeah. of dollars. Uh, I no. actually just went last summer. One of the things I miss, speaking of live music, is uh, Red Butte Gardens that we have oh. up here in Salt oh, Lake. Yeah. So beautiful up there. Such an incredible venue. Mm. If you have not gone up there once they open again, please do. Mm -hmm. Watch out for those rattlesnakes, Angela. Oh, my gosh. They're, they're up in the hills a little bit further, <sighs> thankfully. I always wondered what I'd do if I came on one, and I'm very proud of myself. Thank you. But I went to a John Williams. They were doing a tribute to John okay. Williams by Utah uh, Symphony. Ooh, nice. And I've seen that, and I've wanted to do it, and I never have. Oh, it was, of course, they left Star Wars to the very end. And, well, I, you yeah. know, and everybody can just see him just like, where is it? <laughs> where is, I, mean, I came Indiana for Star John, Wars. And, and he... <laughs> They even played a lot of the television stuff he's done that he was not known nearly as much for. Yeah. Talk about such an influence. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. Yes, indeed. Uh, it's, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and if I want to get in a spooky mood, I go with uh, Don Davis, who did the soundtrack for House on Haunted Hill, the remake. 
That is a great spooky soundtrack. See, I don't know if I've seen the remake. Uh, oh, the ending's it's terrible, good. but Which the rest of it is really awesome. just pissed me off when I thought about that because I love the horror movie genre. So I'm like, wait, I haven't seen that one. What Think about soundtracks that just creep you out. Mm-hmm. For me, it's got to be Tubular Bells. Oh, from oh, the Exorcist. The Exorcist. I mean, yeah, that movie freaked me out. <laughs> like. For months, <laughs> and and then they you know did the whole spider crawl down the stairs backwards and tubular bells is actually it's on one of my playlists too and that one just it is creepy it's got that eerie element it's on my to Halloween it. playlist yeah. every year oh yeah when I was going over to Chunga's uh, house one time I I had one of the uh, uh, the the purge masks so I had the purge mask up. And I had a little portable stereo in my pockets, and I started playing tubular bells, and then I <laughs> rang the doorbell. <laughs> and Chandler answered the door, and I think he wet himself. <laughs> no, not really. He's, he's actually a champion and never he gets scared. He doesn't. I've never seen him scared. And we go ghost hunting, so yeah. I've never seen him scared. I really hope we can do that again someday. Uh, me too. Oh, and speaking of ghost hunting, one thing I found that is very effective while doing a hunt, mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. I've actually sat with greg we've sat quietly mm-hmm. in a cabin is the one i remember yeah. and then there there's a couple times and he'll play some music just to elicit activity and it actually works pretty oh, good indeed like yeah. at fort douglas i was playing mm-hmm. uh 20s like glenn miller mm-hmm. and duke ellington and uh you know some some music from back at you know at least during a time period that that was you know being more actively used as a military base and it was the first time I actually saw a full apparition come out of a wall. And, and that's something people probably don't know about you, is, uh, is yes. you actually do a lot of ghost hunting. I hunts. do ghost hunting, and I absolutely love it. In fact, that's how I met Greg. Yeah. Was ghost hunting. Actually is. In fact, I watched her walk through a mausoleum <laughs> by her lonesome. To get initiated into our group. And she was a champion. And the, that that one still haunts me. Uh, Chunga said he peeked in to see because I had to be in there in the dark with only a glow stick and a recorder. Mm-hmm. I, was, I had to walk through there, and they hit a clipboard, and I had to walk through the whole mausoleum to find this clipboard. Yeah. <laughs> Chunga said he peer, peered in the window, and I was just staring up at the ceiling. Now, I have no recognition of that incident. I remember feeling like that cobwebby, touched mm-hmm. feeling, and I looked up, but he said I stood there at least five minutes just staring up at the ceiling. Now, I didn't remember that at all. And I went walking down to the basement of the mausoleum. Now, if you want to be spooked out, go to the basement of a mausoleum. I didn't even know and they had basement park down there. And they had had a rainstorm, and they had some flooding. Mm-hmm. And I went walking down the stairs, and you went squish, squish, squish. And then right behind me, squish, squish, squish. And I was like, look, who's ever here with me? Just don't touch me. I won't hurt you. Just leave me alone. <laughs> I'm just looking for a clipboard. <laughs> But, I mean, and then you guys said you heard screaming outside, and Chunga came running in because he thought something was wrong, but I wasn't the one screaming. Yeah. Yeah, that was an interesting fun well, time. That that same night, like, even because uh, I had gotten there early with Chunga because we were try, trying to help an old friend out with a mm-hmm. problem he was having yeah. in his house, and he happened to live up close by there. He did. So we showed up early to open things up. As soon as we opened the door, we heard somebody screaming in the basement. We ran in, went down. Nobody there. Yeah. It's quite uh We'll have to do a whole show on that ghost hunt. That one was so a fun one. So when are we going to get uh, you with us, Ian? <laughs> well, that, I've always wanted to go, and I've never been. And in fact, we were I was going to go last mm-hmm. year, yeah, but was. that didn't work out. And then we were like, oh, well, we'll do one in January. 
That didn't happen. That didn't happen. Mm. So I'm hoping it does happen this year. We'll have to be pretty particular about who we go with, but it yeah. would be so yeah. much fun. <laughs> yeah, certainly. Mm. We, we definitely need to do that again. And, uh, you know, kind of bringing it back to music. Oh, yeah. If you want to get yourself in the mood for a ghost hunt, listen to something kind of spooky oh, to get you in that yeah. mood. Oh, yeah, oh. definitely. And then, of course, for some people who get really scared, they'll they'll sing church hymns afterwards. <laughs> No, that's true. It That's happened a lot, actually. You'd be surprised. People find their deity at the end of those ghost hunts sometimes. Yeah, me, I'm just singing Iron Maiden, 666, <laughs> the number of the beast, you know. I know people that play Motab after, so. Yeah. <laughs> I know those same people, I know, We probably. do know those same people. So you I know threw, them, too, Ian. I, I know a lot of people that you know. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. I threw out a question out on Facebook night before last, and I just asked people, for some of their most impactful moments, yeah. you know, what, what they associate music with. As always, we have some mm -hmm. very insightful people that share things. Sandy, who works with uh, the guy that does my hair, she wrote that uh, one of the most powerful memories she has about music is uh, she was actually at a funeral for a firefighter that died in the line of duty, and they had bagpipe players that were playing mm -hmm. Amazing Grace. Okay. And That gives me chills when bagpipes play oh. Amazing Grace every time. Be yeah. Something to see. Uh, and that makes well, me like here. cry every time. It does too. too. <laughs> me too. I get those. I swear, I have tear ducts. <laughs> well, it's it's it, and it's the association you have, right? Mm -hmm. That that song's not played. No. You know, churches on occasion, but but usually it's associated with such a monumental event like it is. that. Yes. that's true. Uh, let's see here. Eric talks about really the early '90s, late '80s. He goes the the rise of grunge. And he lists out a ton of grunge bands. Uh, he goes, if, if you need more bands, I'll go on. He, he listed everything from Nirvana to Pearl Jam to Soundgarden. In his opinion, that is the best music. Grunge? Eh, I know. I'm, I'm not no, a grunge I like person it. either. Yeah, it, it's, it's good. It's fun. But, of course, everybody's, you know, everybody's right. different. So if that's his favorite, awesome. You and, know, and I feel like it depends on what's on going on in your life when you hear a certain style of music. Yeah. It you it impacts you in a certain way, and obviously that was a good time in his life when he liked that. So, yeah. but I just hope that he's a little open minded as well with other styles of music. Yes, I he is. I mean, I won't, won't fault anybody for sticking with one genre, but no, part of what I like to do is get people to mm -hmm. to to branch out as far as my the the one genre that that I just can't do. Mm -hmm. I try country i'm from wyoming i i'm a guy from the sticks and when people hear i don't like country you're from wyoming how can you not like that and i'm like um oh, pretty easy ian i'm gonna crawl over the table and i'm gonna hug you oh i'm the same i country I, is not my thing i you know it's just like you know yeah i had cowboy boots growing up as a kid but i don't have them anymore well see it's, and for me i used to get feel the reams <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably actually taking a class last fall and one of the kids in my class, his parents own Reams. What? So he, he was always coming. A new, new pair of boots every time he came into class. I swear <laughs> to God. No, I, I didn't used to like country. Like, I was very opposed to it. And then I lived in Houston for a while. And that's very prevalent there. We went to rodeo, and I saw Alan Jackson live. And that kind of was a turning point for me and thought, okay, you know what? There's a genre of music out there I'm not super familiar with. And honestly, when I go camping, I listen to country. I love country camping. 
but it's not something that is on my playlist. In fact, it's called Camping Country is the name of the playlist. Okay. So, but I used to feel like you guys, it's kind of funny how things change. The closest I come to country that I like, I went for a semester out to South Dakota, right out of high school for school. And I didn't have the time nor the money to pay to run home for Labor Day weekend because it was mm-hmm. right there, like two weeks, didn't have time to go back. Voyage all across South Dakota, all across <laughs> Wyoming. I had a friend that she took me to the South Dakota State Fair. And funnel cakes are oh, everywhere. Yes. <gasps> Bless them. She took me to Mary Chapin Carpenter. Okay. Wow. It was a great show. I, I feel like she's yeah. not quite so country. She's kind of that yeah, John she, Denver she more, more folksy. Pop and, um, yeah. But, I mean, more pop you, and rock and stuff, too. So You bring she's up a good like, point. Live music can change. Oh, yeah, your yeah. perception of music. Sometimes just seeing a band live and you're like, okay, now I'm hooked. They're really good. And, concerts. I, uh, my favorite I concert. concert. I, oh. I really do too. Oh, I got to pick favorite one? concert? Or, or like biggest concert memory. Okay, well, I'd have to put that into groups. I'd have to do my high school impactful concert and that would okay. be Depeche Mode. Oh, okay. great, great start there. Up at Park West. Depeche Mode outside. Actually, so the first concert I ever went to was what used to be Park West. Mm -hmm. Chicago. Chicago. Okay, now see, I've never seen Chicago. Chicago, uh, Who was the the Sadly, they didn't have Peter Cetera. That's the sad part. I wish they would have, but it it was still a great concert. And plus, again, Utah and their outdoor venues. The outdoor concert venues. I I love USANA. Yeah, because oddly enough, that was also the same venue because they they changed it from Park West to Wolf Mountain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I went uh, with my dad to see one of my absolute, still one of my top, Three favorite bands of all time. I, I saw Boston. Oh. Boston. No opener. A solid two hours oh, of see, just all amazing. Boston. Oh. And it was so great. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. But as I've gotten older, I've gotten more into rock. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I am going to get a lot of flack for this, and that's fine. But one of my favorite bands to see live is Nickelback. I, I bet they are a fantastic band because they are talented new musicians. Very, and, you know, Chad Kroger, one of his inspirations is Metallica. Mm-hmm. And so he will do some Metallica covers, and he kills it. Hmm. They kind of do Metallica better than Metallica I, does. You know, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's true. Their concerts are some of my favorite. I think the favorite one I ever saw. I see them every time they come through. In fact, they were coming in September. And I'm not going to get to go it, to that with Soundgarden. And oh. it would have been a really good concert. USANA, September, beautiful time to be at a concert. My favorite one was Nickelback, Hinder, Papa Roach, Puddle of Mud, and Saving Abel, which, eh, eh. but um, that was a huge, wonderful concert. But then I would also have to say Shinedown. Okay, yeah. Great band. Shinedown is my jam right now. <laughs> <laughs> they they speak to me on many levels. So, yeah, but save that for when we do Greg's guy. Okay, sorry. My my aunt <laughs> called me last summer. She just called me out of whim. She's like, "Hey, what are you doing tonight?" I'm like, mm, "Homework." Why? Hey, that's standard line every night. But she's like, "Well, I have tickets to go to Red Butte. Would you want to go with me?" And she tells me the band name. And I'm like, so I just kind of look at it, and it's it's kind of jazz, blues, grass. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, sure, why not? And it was a great time. Again, Red Butte, mm-hmm. beautiful mm, venue. Course. Venue can make it. But just the live music. I I, oh, I miss that so much. Mm-hmm. Last fall, I went to see Elton John for his Farewell Yellow Brick Road tour. 
and oh my god that would be a great show mm-hmm. he i want to say he's 76 i want to say right around there sure that, might that be seems up there. right that seems right 76 uh, ish yeah I, it might right. be a little bit younger than that but i mean the dude no opener he just got up there it was all his original band people that had started with him 50 years earlier oh wow uh, he'd got them all to come back for this tour. The guy only took a 10-minute costume change break. And other than that, he played the entire night. Oh, that'd be good. That is a showman right there. And mm-hmm. Three hours. Oh, almost yeah. three full hours. Wow. <laughs> I, like, if you didn't get some sort of feels off of that. And the fact that he really, he'd get up and, and talk a little bit in between the songs and he'd talk about why he was retiring and for his family. Hearing artists like that, I miss that so much. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Well, and another thing I've always loved about concerts, because I've always been the kind of person where I constantly seek out new stuff to even mm-hmm. listen to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll always have all my old favorites. So whatever mood I'm in, you know, I'll either listen to one of my playlists or I'll be yeah. like, oh, I'm going to go search through new music. So with going to see live shows, too, they would have opening acts. And in fact, a lot of some of my favorite bands now were opening acts. The first time I ever saw Suburban Legends, mm-hmm. they're a, 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 a ska punk band out of so uh, good. Uh, Orange County, California. I saw them as an opener for two and a half white, white guys. Oh, wow. Like they were so much fun that instantly I'm just like, I love this band. So every time they would come back to Utah, I always made sure to go and see mm-hmm. them. And next thing you know, they're headlining yeah and i went to suburban legends with you yeah you and did greg can ska dance i'm telling you right I can now skank. he is he's good <laughs> no he is he like me and kenny were just like oh my gosh the problem is too <laughs> once i start i can't stop <laughs> it's true soundtracks um video games mm-hmm. i mean that's that's an art anymore flipping through listening to uh what is it like your daily dive or something like that or daily daily drive that's what it is Mm. on spotify so it has news and podcasts and it mixed stuff together this one came on and this guy was talking about it he goes video games are the ultimate art form anymore they are and he goes you think about it he goes between voice between the storyboards Mm -hmm. of all the cinematic things that they include the music the scores and it's really true yeah it mixes so much in there but to try and imagine a video game it's funny because after a, a I was back in the days of the Nintendo. Oh, and I remember. Uh, I mean, right there with you'd, you. you'd get tired of Super Mario Brothers, so you turn it down. I had an Atari. I had an Atari and an Odyssey. Those were my first. My my very first one. <laughs> Mine was an Atari eight hundred. Okay, see, so you were up there then. You had an eight hundred. Yeah. Coleco Vision. <laughs> I oh, loved Coleco. Coleco. My cousins had Coleco, and we'd be. They lived just. We both lived in a circle. We like cut through to get to each other's yard. So I grew up with them, but. It was way more fun to go to their house. They had ColecoVision. Remember I mean, those uh, funky controllers? They yeah, had. they were really weird. <laughs> they had weird. the pad. Yeah. The, uh, all the all of the buttons that you <laughs> had to choose to. Like, and you changed the card me. to <laughs> match the game. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I even remember at the Atari Eight Hundred too. Like it, it had a uh, a separate. It wasn't a drive, but they actually even used to have some video games on audio cassettes. Mm-hmm. Oh Crush, yeah. Crumble and Chomp was one of the ones I remember the most of that. I don't really remember much of the music from it, but... <laughs> but it's funny. There's certain games, like just hearing those old video games, you'd uh-huh. hear the music and you'll dial right in and be like, oh yeah, that's Legend of Zelda or that's oh, yeah. Super Mario Brothers or Donkey Kong. I say They're... Donkey Kong was pretty impactful. 
for for that. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, music it, it just expands so much into the universe right now that so much of what we yeah. We enjoy in life actually has music somewhere in there. It's weird to think about. Before we started, we were talking about kind of experiences. My first job in high school was movie theater, or mm-hmm. not even high school, before high school. Then I went to work at a radio station. Mm-hmm. And we, we share that bond of working in <laughs> yeah. radio stations. But I I remember going through and flipping through, looking at the vinyl. And mm-hmm. you were an avid vinyl collector. Oh, I, I spend too much money on vinyl, <laughs> quite honestly. I, it, it's not hard to do. I mean, no. that's... That's Especially the crazy now. thing. It's I mean, the I remember new thing that everybody's getting into. So now the prices are way up there. Yeah. I, I remember flipping through and looking at it, and a lot of it was stuff mm-hmm. I remember, like my parents listening mm-hmm. to. Yeah. The station I worked for did oldies through today, so they they were a very varied uh, collection in that. And then they had a country on the FM side. I was on the AM side, mm-hmm. and CDs. I mean, racks and racks oh, and yeah. racks of CDs. My favorite thing to do is I I had this old. And, and when I say iMac, I'm talking the bubble CRT, where you could get it in different colors. Oh, wow. And I would take that with me. That's back when MP3s were first becoming a thing. So I took, I would just pop CDs in mm-hmm. my whole shift and burn the CDs into MP3s. <laughs> and then I would go, I would copy it over to another hard drive before externals were a thing. And I started this collection. I still have, I think, over 100 gigs of music that I've collected over the years. Mm-hmm. Nice. I I was thinking about, I've thrown away all my CDs. I was like, I put- Oh, I can't. I, yeah, CDs aren't really that big anymore as mm-hmm. far as people actually purchasing physical uh, no. CDs anymore. Apple really I changed that media. They're in boxes. I just can't. I, my husband will be like, you've got to get rid of- No, they're just going to go in a box. I, I carried them from them. place to place to place. I mean, mm-hmm. I used to have- God, I mean, I, I, CD towers. Remember when that was a thing? Oh yes. I mean, there there was oh, a whole furniture yeah. genre based around a CD. Yeah. And I finally got tired of packing them, so I made sure they were all digitized, and then I got rid of them. I was like, eh, just. But I I, I, have I still Finder, have cassettes Finder. and a Sony Walkman. Cassettes are starting to make a little bit of a comeback. I still have original cassettes, like because yeah, cassettes are the new hipster mm-hmm. thing to uh, to get into. Is the uh, the old audio or the uh, the the magnetic tape? Yeah, the sound fidelity is just it's better. It just I, it's, yeah. I, it was I, funny because when but I same pulled, with vinyl. Oh yeah, yeah vinyl's I mean, the same way. You some things just sound better on vinyl. Yeah, because well, vinyl too. It's like that lossless sound mm-hmm. where it's in. That's the way it was intended to sound. Mm-hmm. The bad thing about CDs is yes, you can get a lot more music on it. Yeah. But they compress the files down so much that the audio quality is yeah, just not quite as nice. It's, you don't get that warmth of it. Yeah. I remember when it was, when, when I burned mine, you, you had choices in uh, settings. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I put it to the highest bit rate I possibly could. And it would ask, do you want to compress it or not? And I was like, eh, no. I mean, space is cheap. Yeah. And it's, that was one of the reasons I first started paying for Spotify. I remember at first I was like, oh, who would ever pay for a service? <laughs> it's true. You know, I'm renting and it's stupid. N- anymore, I, I have no problem paying that just because, A, it's got all my playlists. Mm-hmm. B, it has access to almost anything I want anymore. But I could download it to my phone and take it on a plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I was flying everywhere, got to have music when you're on a yeah. plane. I mean, two, three-hour flight, there's a lot of stuff you could listen to. See, I have YouTube read. 17-hour flight. 
I have been on. Yeah, I have YouTube Music Red. Music helped me out so much. <laughs> and I love YouTube Red. It comes with my Google Play subscription. And there's no commercials. And you can, the Red is actually just, it's YT Music is mm-hmm. the app. And you can just create, unli- it's like Spotify. You can create mm-hmm. unlimited playlists and they do a, hey, suggestions list. And I love it. And I probably have 50, 60 playlists on there. So, yeah. and that's just there. That doesn't count my other apps. Yeah, I, mean, I I I pay for Spotify as well because I use Spotify to search for the new music. Sure. Because it yeah. actually makes it a lot easier too because it does give me suggestions. It's like you like this band, you might Try like this, this band. Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, I'll check them out." And then I check them out and I'm like, "Sweet." And that, Add that. Yeah, that's why I like YouTube Red. I found bands that I don't think I would have ever listened to. Yeah. And I love that. I'm like, "Okay." And then it takes you off in a different direction that you wouldn't normally go. Yeah. And then what I'll do is w- once I find the, uh, you know, a song or a, an artist or whatever that I'm like, ah, oh, really like this one. Then I just go and actually purchase a, a uh, yeah, digital too. copy yeah. just so I can help, you know, keep supporting the band and whatnot. I just scored the whole uh, Dance with the Dead. <gasps> Their whole catalog for, they were selling it for $5. You oh should have texted uh, me, Greg. Yeah, I probably <laughs> should have, but I, 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 I gave him 15 Oh. Because I'm like, no, you guys need more than five bucks. Yeah. It's it's very sad to see these people who have worked so hard mm-hmm. to go out. And that's that's the hard part is you have a ton of people that don't pay for like Spotify. Yeah. That and, and granted what they get paid off of Spotify is not nearly what they used to, but it's easier for them to get exposure now too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To people. Yeah. So it, it's the the technology has made it so they can get out there in front of people easier. Mm-hmm. The trade-off is you're not going to get paid as much until you no. make it big. No. Well, and honestly, they don't really make that much from selling music anyway these no. days, which is merch. it's a bummer. Yeah, but merch, that that's where it's at. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I also order, I have probably like 20 band shirts in my closet. Yeah, I have at least so. that. Yeah. And every time I go to a show, I always buy merch. Mm-hmm. Got to have something new for them at that show. Got to give them some beer money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't be right to send them on their way without that beer. Yeah, exactly. And another music memory. And I can't remember if he came to these or not, but when I threw some gigs down at the depot, we had Chunga, yeah. who was our main DJ, and yeah. then I had uh, Sam Van Crisco, uh, who was our opening I love DJ. Sam. Sounds good. Great sets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he used to do a lot of 80 sets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He did. And they were really good. Yeah. Extremely talented. I'm, I'm in awe of, of people who can do DJing mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. It's It makes me laugh because they're always like, oh, you could do that. And I'm like... I don't think I'm that creative. I, I, I love to listen to music. I oh, mean, yeah. tr- the pressure of trying to mix it yeah. live especially would not do well for me. Yeah. Well, because our friend Chunga, mm-hmm. he, you know, him and his son are both professional DJs. Mm-hmm. And they keep trying to get, they, they keep telling me, they're like, dude, we'll teach you how to do it. Come and learn. And I'm just like, dude, with my anxiety, <laughs> trying to do that, that mixing try, yeah. and just get everything right. Like it, that, I would just go crazy. I would, yeah, I'd, I'd, go to the fetal position and just cry. But yeah. a, another, that way another too, outlet yeah. that we have is we listen to Bash Music yes. on oh, Saturdays. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, it's also on the network, by the way. Uh, yes, more music, more music. Everywhere you turn, there is music. Yes. And I feel like music impacts all of us, and that's why we're here talking about it. Um, we talked about last week on the show about finding your downtime. Decompressing. Uh, decompressing. Music is my downtime yeah. and my decompression. I, I, it will literally change my mood at any given time based on what I listen to. So I feel like I don't think we give it enough credit. I feel like it impacts people's lives more than. Oh, 
Yeah, and it really does because me, I am, uh, you know, uh, diagnosed clinical depression. Me too. I've had it since I was a really little kid uh -huh. too. So um, one of my coping mechanisms was listening to music. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I used to stay up listening to the radio back when radio was good. <laughs> yeah. And I would I would have my uh, my tape player there, <laughs> and I tried to hit record right at the right time. Yeah. Yep. Oh, right after God. the DJ was done with his his uh, his puking. And no, people, puking is not what you think it is. No, it's, it's when they do talking their over their yeah. music, yeah. And I would try to hit the record right after they were done with that and then try to get it right, right at, at the, the end, end before they... <laughs> Started yammering along. Yeah. Yep. That was fun times, man. You would have to listen, and they'd have call-in for requests. And mm -hmm. you're like, okay, i got to record this song. So you'd call in, and you'd request it, and you'd sit there and wait and wait. I'm like, just get to my song. You said you'd play it. Just get to my song. And then... Well, and then they would have those those nights where they would do the, uh, you know, the the love requests where you'd have like little, you know, teen kids. And I, I was the fat kid that was always sitting there waiting to hear my name read. And I'm just like, no, it didn't happen this time. I may or may not have called into those a few times growing up. <laughs> those were good times. Well, and see, they probably hated me because I wanted all of the deep tracks from albums. Well, the ones that they don't have in their catalogs. Yeah, exactly. They'd be like, no. <laughs> Come on, play Party by Boston. Come on. Love Boston. I actually do. <laughs> Dude, it, it's a matter Dude, of fact. I, I was waiting for. Oh, 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 oh. No. See, yeah. Up, up camping. Okay. Music impacts everything I do. I was playing a, I call it, it it's an older playlist and it has, it has Boston and a lot of those older. And my son, Alex, that was with us, he. Just, oh, Mom, I love Boston. I know it's because of you, but I love Boston. And he just went off on all his favorite songs. And see, it just got us talking. It was a good thing. Like, just playing a playlist and a song, everyone started like, oh, yeah, and I remember this and this. It's great. It's good for conversation. It's good to bring people together. It's yeah. a good thing. I like it. Plus, uh, there's at least three different thongs, thongs? <laughs> songs that I can, my mind's somewhere else Where right is now. Where's your mind? Uh, but there's three different songs that I can even think of off the top of my head that are very like inspirational songs as well, because I love, I love lyrics. Mm. I'm, I'm a little bit of a lyric junkie and I yep. have to fight from posting lyrics all the time on social See, media. Me too. Like I'll hear it and I'll be like, this is my mood right now. I need to post these lyrics, but I'm like, uh, people don't want to see that. <laughs> but yeah. And you've got the song. Don't look back. That's mm. about not looking back at past mistakes yep. and stuff like that. And just, you know, go with the flow and, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of a vibe. Yep. And uh, they, they've also got, I think I really like it, which it's kind of similar, but it's also saying, look, I am who I am mm -hmm. and I, I should that. just be good with who I am. And then you've got uh, to be a man, which is a song that every single man needs to listen to, to understand what uh, masculinity really is. <laughs> It's not what you think masculine. It's not the uh, the uh, uh, generalization of masculinity, because right. <laughs> you you can have tenderness and be masculine. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Sorry, I got off on a little uh, uh, high horse there. <laughs> He's, decompressing. He is. He is He's decompressing. He is decompressing. <laughs> if there was, I, I keep drifting back to live music, but if there was a band that mm -hmm. you could go and see mm -hmm. in any any band, any performer, and are we talking? Either living or dead? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh. Oh, boy, that's a tough one as well. Because, I mean, honestly, what I really wish I could do is just travel back in time to go revisit that concert with my dad. Oh. Because, I mean, my dad sadly passed away a few years ago. 
So I, I mean, we were concert buddies for the longest time. We saw Boston, we saw Sticks, Kansas, Iron Butterfly, Creedence Clearwater. Yeah. It wasn't Kansas. revival, but it was revisited. <laughs> Kansas is my dad's band too. He loves Kansas. Oh. That's his ringtone on my phone. Yeah. And funny enough, my dad actually even went with me to see Tesla, <gasps> even though they weren't really his style of music. Tesla's good though. And then we also got accidentally pepper sprayed at the, the concert <laughs> venue. See good memories though. Oh yeah, yeah, no, and it really is. And um, you know, and I, I would just love to be able to go back and revisit that one concert and hang out with my dad again and mm. just have that experience. No. But also, I would really love to see the Rat Pack in Vegas, the actual mm -hmm. real oh. Rat Pack. Who, oh, yeah, I, I agree with that one. That would be amazing. If somebody didn't want to see it, I, I'm pretty sure everybody at this table would fight them. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it would be the Beatles. Oh, that would be a great one. Yeah, I would... Uh, huh. I love the Beatles. The Beatles, I feel like they have a song for like everything in my life at oh, some yeah. point. Yeah. So I would love, it would be the Beatles for me, for sure. What about you, Ian? Annie Lennox. Ooh. Yeah. Hey, okay, no, Annie Lennox is talented. Annie Lennox. I enjoy Annie Lennox. A lot of people don't associate with her. Lead singer of the Eurythmics mm -hmm. uh, for many years. So yep. Sweet Dreams uh, is what most people know her for. She does a lot of stuff in soundtrack, yes. mu movie scores, as far as like her voice and stuff. It's well, really and how can you not just smile every time you hear, doop-doop-doop-doop. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, me and my buddy Jason, uh, and it was when I was heavier, and you know, he's a big guy too, so we did an improvised uh, dance routine to that song. Now It's on a video somewhere. Okay, you're going to need to find that video. I remember in high school... <laughs> I was working at McDonald's, and mm -hmm. they. this is actually where I remember my parents listening to Elton John when I was growing up, mm -hmm. and so yeah. I listened to some of his older stuff then. But they had a greatest hits of his you could buy. They had like four CDs. Mm -hmm. One of them was Annie Lennox. One of them was Elton John. Um, one was the Beatles, and I can't remember what the fourth one was. But uh, you'd, you'd hear the same songs from those groups time and time and time again. Mm -hmm. And I, I had a night manager that I always worked with, and any time that song came on and they were doing that, he would sit there and you'd hear it in the back coming from <laughs> the office where he was counting money or whatever. But there's, I, I kick myself because she was in, I want to say Boulder, somewhere, one of the uh -huh. colleges over in, in uh, by Denver. I was like, oh, I want to go see her. And this is back like 02, uh. 03. And I was just like, eh, it'd be a long drive. And I don't know, I'm sure she'll be around again. And she has not toured since then. Of course not. And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I, I mean, it's... It's because she was doing it for you, Ian. I know, I know. Well, and that's always such a, like, because the only time I really ever get the, the FOMO, as the kids say. <laughs> God, I hate that I hate word. That yeah. um, Fear of missing out. Yeah. Um, but the, the one thing, that's the only time I ever get where I feel terrible is if I can't go see a certain concert. Uh -huh. Like, I'm just like, I'm missing that concert right uh -huh. now, and yep. I don't want to, and it's just so unfair. Yeah, that was me with Shinedown the first few times they came here. I begged and begged and begged for them to come to Utah. They'd yeah. go all around us, and they finally came the first year, and I was out of town that year, and then the next time they came, I can't remember what came up, and I couldn't go. I was just like you. I'm like, I will never miss a show by them again if they come, and I haven't, just yeah. so you know, because that fear of missing out, the FOMO. Oh, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> even when friends have invited me to concerts and stuff, because I even had um, uh, some some friends had invited me to go see uh, the Charlie Daniels band. Oh, that'd oh. be good. Yeah. And it, I was actually surprised because I'm like, well, I know he kind of 
go gravitates over into that country area, but I do like Devil go, Goes Down to Georgia. Uh, good song. But I was so surprised at seeing him live because the man is more of a jam band, and he actually does a lot of jazz riffs. Oh, that would hmm. be really cool to see because he's so talented. Yeah, and he's a great guitarist. Yeah, like, so I don't talented. think he gets enough credit <laughs> for how well he plays. When you look at, you know, especially a lot of those old school things. Mm-hmm. One that I kicked myself, I was him Han last year. I was like, oh, I want to go see it, but I don't want to pay $200 because <laughs> all the tickets got bought. Red Butte, I, I love it, yeah. but those tickets go so If you're quick. not on well, that queue first $200, that's a big investment to it make is. in a show that might not even be good. It oh, was yeah. the B-52s. Oh, I would, love oh, I would at least And, and sadly, that. the tickets were only like 75, 80 bucks. And I can't remember. They had two other 80s bands with them. Oh, nice. That, that opened for them. But they were going to be the main. Uh-huh. And it was on my birthday last year. So I was oh. like. And, and the ticket. Actually, they went faster than Sheryl Crow's tickets. And Sheryl Crow is the first one to go usually like that. They're, oh, yeah. I mean, gone. And I, I was like, okay, well, I'll look online and see if I can get them anywhere. And like they immediately oh, yeah. were jacked up to $200. And I'm like. I don't love them that much. Yeah, like that that's a yeah. that's a lot to pay and you know and I've got friends who have gone to see like like Katy Perry or Taylor Swift and mm-hmm. you know and they're just like, "Oh, my kids want to go see him and so now I got to take two kids with me and it's going to end up costing me oh. $800 to go see yeah. one I, of those artists." I admittedly paid more for my Elton John tickets than than I really wanted to. Yeah. That, that's kind of but an epic it was concert, it was his though. last yeah. I, I mean i was like he he's not gonna go on tour again he's no. not a age b yeah. he has family goals and, <laughs> and good on him he's not like share where yeah. <laughs> it's my farewell tour again I, i'm not We're gonna lie I, I was gonna go see they her in may stop. on yeah. hold two concerts i i wish they were more reasonable that's that's yeah a, mm-hmm. you know i, I always want to go fight people over the damn ticketing fees Oh, yes. There's a a local one here that make me so mad because when I buy a $20 ticket, it comes out to almost $30 with their stupid fees. That's on a good day. Oh, yeah. Like you buy those uh, lawn four packs for USANA, and it ends up being like 160 bucks by the time you get tickets. You're like, how'd that happen? I I dealt with them when we threw the gigs at the depot because they they Mm. ran the venue that we were at. Yep. And I I think our tickets were only like fifteen twenty bucks. Yeah, they weren't bucks. expensive. And I, they they almost doubled in price. Yeah. I, for for a live DJ at a bar where they were going to make the money off the bar too. Exactly. So it, it's it's a shame. It yeah. is. It's too bad. Yeah, I mean, and it, it's kind of a scam in a lot of ways too, I think because so. they're like, oh, we need to charge you this fee and this fee and, and a this convenience fee, fee yeah. and an online ticketing surcharge. And, and I'm like, oh, it fee. was so hard to print that ticket out, wasn't it? <laughs> and sad thing places. is, you don't even get tickets printed out anymore. They deliver to your phone and you yeah. scan it at the door. Yeah. And you still get charged a service fee for that. Well, you know, sending that QR code <laughs> to your phone is <laughs> hard to do. Oh, music. We could talk for hours. I feel like oh, we I could. could talk all day. <laughs> hours music. and hours and hours. Wind down here. Weekly challenge, though. Mm. Our weekly challenge. Now, you're listening to us on Wednesday. Yes. Uh, is when we drop. Greg, who we're going to be on a show this yep. week. They're going to be guests on my show. <laughs> so if you haven't listened to Greg's show. Oh, please do. It's please so go good. listen. I have not listened to last week's yet. I listened to the week before, though, when we were talking about that. The the opening band, whether something or other. But I, I really enjoyed it. And it's funny, you had a couple songs in there that reminded me of other stuff that I'd listened to before. Mm-hmm. And 
it's people that you never yeah. have heard of before. Oh, yeah. So please go listen to Greg's Guide and, and huge backlog of shows, too. Oh, so yeah. I'm at uh, episode, the episode that you're going to be on with me is episode 275. Oh, wow. So Ooh, epic episode. There yeah. you go. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and, uh, you know, like I said, the whole purpose of the show, too, is to just introduce people to new stuff because yeah. me... I've always been one of those people that I like to share my favorite things with other people. Me too. To try to bring them that joy. And so even if you only like just one new song. Right. That's all I can hope for. Right. And usually I end up putting most of your songs on my playlist. Oh, that's good to hear. <laughs> so please go give Greg a listen. Yes. We'll put a link in our notes for this episode. Yeah, I can go do over that. There. Yeah, easy. You know, go try new artists. Go Break out of your comfort zone. I know we. Yeah. it is very normal for us to kind of listen to the same stuff over and over. I'm as guilty as anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes but, you get a little bit into that rut, and, you know, it's just hard to get yourself back out oh, and expand. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, just expand your mind a little bit. Boy, I sound like I'm taking mushrooms, don't I? Expand <laughs> your mind, everybody. But it really is true. I mean, Chunga has said it many times as well. Get out of your comfort zone. I, yep. I was not a huge EDM person until he started DJing. And then he's no. like, try this, listen to this. I'll be damned. It's stuff I enjoy. And oh, yeah. it's, it's stuff that I live for every week now. Oh, yeah. Go out of my way to find new stuff to listen to. Yeah. And a lot of times you just never know if you're going to like a certain something because you know, and I'll admit, like, when I go through all the new music that gets released in a week, <laughs> I'll even listen to the country tracks because I'm still looking for that one country band that I'm like, I like this one. For me, it was seeing Alan Jackson live. If okay. I had never done that, I probably would have never started listening Hey, the to good it. news, Greg, What's you're that? probably not going to see him live for a while, so. <sighs> That's true. That's okay. I'm okay <laughs> with that. Everybody, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Have a good week. Oh, we have another guest. Next week we have another guest. When when we're I say out the guests. when when I say Ronan crossover <laughs> event, like everybody's been locked up, and we're we're all like, let's go see each other because that's all we do is we go visit other people other doing podcasts, podcasts. Exactly. people on the network. But uh, we have family. We are a family. Another music legend. We mentioned him earlier, Chandler Smith. Oh, he's a good guest too. He's going to be talking about passions, yes. following your following passions. Your pa- like that kid's got any passions? <laughs> 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 only 20 or 30. I mean. It only makes me jealous because he's got way better jobs and everything than I've had, and I'm 42. <laughs> it's true. He's way better than me on that stuff. So. He's a youngin'. He is. We're excited to have him. Greg, thank you so much for yes, coming thank over. thank you, Greg. Well, and thank you for letting me be on your show because, honestly, I love your show. Oh, we, good. Thank you. We will be having you back. Oh, I'm sure oh, we will. Okay. Again, I, and, again and again and again <laughs> and again. And the docs will be happy to see you as well, so. Yeah, hopefully none of them are trying to crawl up my pant leg again. <laughs> Ian will buy pizza and have a cheat day too. So. <laughs> have a great week, everyone. Have a good week.